Hey, good morning. Welcome to the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. I'm dragging. I have to be honest with you. I mean, we'll talk about that later, about having too much on your plate, just dragging you down to, to a slow stop. I feel like that past couple days. And I didn't do a Metric Monday show yesterday. I got caught up in doing grades for my students. Never done the grades before. Thought I did it right. Apparently, I didn't do it right. I had to redo it while I was in the class. But it was a good experience because it's going to add to the show. And I want to talk about doing work for others is a bad idea. Don't do it. And I want to give two examples of one. I had one written down from when this was snowed here. And a friend of mine and my kids. And the, his, he wanted to invite his friends to help out. But his mom came over and did a lot of work for the kids. It's something they don't learn. So we're going to talk about that little example. And also me, as I was doing grades the other day, and I knew I wanted them to do it, I'm trying to sort the data and the, and the metrics and, and have the kids build folders and Google Docs and learn how to do files and set up things and rename stuff and learn about their technology they have in front of them so they could use it for what they do in school. And I was just about, well, I did attempt it. I will be honest with you, to rename their files so it was a nice order. Then I realized, what am I doing? <laughs> they need to do this. They need to learn how to do this skill. I mean, it's a basic technology skill. So I reversed it and I started teaching them and doing what I need to do is teach them to become better technologists. So anyway, it's a 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. I am Greg Master, Scrum Master and Agile Coach. And here we talk about Scrum and Agile in a very practical and tactical way. So you can bring more value to your customer, not work so hard to bring that value to your customer and have a little fun along the way. And I would put it, be a little greedy for yourself and don't do the work for other people, but there's a bigger reason for it than you just not doing the work. But you know what? You shouldn't do the work for other people and they should learn how to do it. Um, and this goes into a lot of scrum teams, a lot of teams, a lot of managers, a lot of servant leaders don't understand what the true nature of a servant leader. It's not to do the work for them. And also it applies to technical leads that are really good at what they do. I've heard so many times, oh, I'll do it. It's just faster if I do it just faster if I do it. Um, that's not a good answer in the long term. It's not a good practice anyhow, because one, you can't keep up doing everyone else's work. And two, you need to expand. If you want to scale, have more people be able to do what you do, right? Otherwise, you can't really scale. That's something I, I, I bring up with people all the time when I'm coaching them in companies. So two examples. One, uh, my kids started snow removal business. Probably a couple episodes ago, I talked about that. Helping my kitties out there move the snow, and um, invited the, his his buddies to help move the snow. He wanted to share making money with them and doing a job, and and show him how how he likes to do jobs and making some money on it and everything like that. So he invites them over, and they're they're a little bit younger than he is, and I, and I get that. But me, I'm not going to shovel for him. He he does his thing, so it's hard work. It is hard work. <laughs> I've done it many years of my life as a kid. So he's shoveling, he invites them, they're shoveling, and um, they bit off more than they can chew. Let me just say they 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 more work just like I'm doing right now. I got more work than I can I can handle. And I'm kind of stressing out about it and trying to get stuff done, moved over a little bit so I can make more room to do more stuff, to do new stuff, do fun stuff. And um, so the mom comes over with the shovel and starts helping remove snow. Now, <laughs> if the mom's doing the shoveling. What is that going to teach them? Nothing, right? 
So it doesn't teach them and it's hard work and you got to watch it what you volunteer to do, right? Because in their mind, well, I'll just volunteer it. My mom will bail me out and help me get through things. It's not what you want to do. You don't want to do the same thing with your, your dev teams or your teams in general. You don't want to volunteer and do the work for them to bail them out when they need to get the job done. And you have other things that need to be done. And what it caused was a lot of stress with the mom and everything because she had other things to do, but then she's taking her time to help her kids out. So it made her stress. So it elevated the stress and the tension going on. And then when my kid went to go pay, it's like, it's, it's, it's 10 year old kids shoveling. They don't make a lot of money, but then when you get someone who works for a living and has that, their pay scale is a lot higher than a 10 year old kid. Right. So they're, they're like, Oh, that's not a lot of money. Well, whoever asked you to really actually shovel the snow, you volunteered and you get nothing. I mean, you don't get paid for it. You want to help your kid, your kid volunteer because they want to make some money. You got to let them earn it on their own. So that's one story where it just shows an example where kids don't learn anything. Mom does all the work. They get frustrated. Everyone gets frustrated. It just elevates that frustration. So anytime someone else does your work instantly, if you can't see the frustration of the tech lead, well, I'll just do it. Or, 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 or the scrum master or the servant leader, I'll just do it for you because it'd be just quicker. Um, the other people don't learn how to do that skill and it just doesn't get better. So that's one story. And then the other story is the other day. So I didn't do a metric Monday because I had to do grades. Never did grades. Saw an email on late Sunday that apparently I had to submit grades in for a, um, uh, what do you call it? In process report, right? How progress report, not the actual grades, though. All I saw on there was grades. I didn't see the progress report, but it's like buried five layers below and never had instructions on how to do all that stuff. But anyway, so I spent all morning doing the grades. Part of my thing is I analyze what do they do? I've had them all create shared folders attached to me and I have them drop their files into the shared folder. So I have a shared folder for every one of the kids. And if I'm doing fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, and they all have about 30 kids, that's so about 120 kids. Yeah, about 120 kids, I guess, total. Um, maybe a little less between 110, 120, somewhere in there, right? So I have all these folders. What I found out to make my life easier because the way the software's written, you got to do it by each grade. You can't just do all of it. It's boom, boom. You know, you have to break it up. So I realized that it would make myself easier if they would put like their grade, like if it's fourth grade, number four in front, fifth grade, number five, you know, and so on and so forth. So I did attempt to change and rename the folders because they shared it with them. But the way the Google Docs is set up, I can't do it. They have to do it. Then I realized, what am I doing? Why am I changing the name on the folders for them? Or why would I even think about it for about a split second? Right. And I realize this is a great training session for them because part of the things I, I realize I want to evaluate them is their ability to create a document, put it in a shared drive, create a shared drive, do the basic, rename the top folder titles for whatever they need for their drives and organize their stuff. This part of organization so you can find your stuff is half the battle. We all know it takes forever to do it. So I'm like, I need to teach them better. I need to be a better teacher a better scrum master or a better teacher. And rather than me renaming the folders for them, I need to sit down, even if it took a whole class period, to be honest with you. And it kind of did with some of the students because they were thick. 
<laughs> and and they still typed it wrong. I even wrote it on the board, like six, and then the full name, and then the word tech at the end. Because then it's in alphabetic order. I can find them, and I can sort by the numeric number in the front of the folders. Like if I'm going to do fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, I, I got it all in there. And um, they still wrote like six with a TH. They wrote six and a dash. They wrote all kind of variation. I'm like, I didn't ask for that. I said, I just want the number six. Very clear. I even wrote it on the board, your name in tech. First name, last name. And because I even had one student put their first name, which was Michael in, in a school that I teach in. There's a lot of Michael's student grades. I'm like, I, I, can I find their name in the system? Yes. Do I know how to do it? Yes. I know who created the folder, got that information. Yes. That's a, that's a workaround, but I want them to do it, do it right. So people can see it and they know it and they understand instructions by me doing that as they lose on that capability. Well, guess what? Now I have a way I can quiz them. Now, now I have a whole quiz at the end of the semester. My goal is to say, okay, I want you to create a document. I want you to title the document with a real realistic title. I want you to put it in a shared folder and I want you to rename the folder, right? So there's my quiz. There's my quiz at the end of the semester. Pretty simple, right? We'll see. I'm going to let them know what they're going to quiz on so they can practice. But that is one of the things to do. But this is an example of don't do the work for them. Let them learn. They need to learn these things for the next 20 years, right? So by you doing the work or you doing something or you volunteering them, they need to learn it so they have the skill set for years and years and years and years to come. Are you going to be there all those years to hold their hand, to be their mom, to be their teacher, you know, to be the person, the servant leader who does their work for them? No, you're not. And you're not doing a good thing for the career either. And you're not doing something good for yourself. Why would you spend your time doing the work for other people? So I just wanted to share that with you. There's lots of reasons. And I want to give you two simple Comparable examples, mothering your children so that they don't learn hard work and what it takes. And they just expect mom or your servant leader to bail you out, or your scrum master or your tech lead to bail them out every time they overtake and they don't understand something. And therefore, they don't learn how to do it themselves in the future. And two, if you're a teacher and you try to do one little thing, let me, I'll take care of that for you. Don't do that. Have them write that. Have them write the titles. Have them put the documentation. Do not do it for them. I will do that for you. No, that's not your job. They can do the simple task. They're going to be doing it forever until an AI system comes in and does it for them. And then they probably won't even have a job. So until that point in time comes, don't do the work for other people. It's not good for you. And it's not good for the people you work with. So that's what I have for today. Talking about the 10X. 10X your life by getting them to do things that they should be doing and you not doing it. So you're even saving your time. And they're learning it, and there's 10, 20, 30, 40, and they're going to do it the next 100 years. Think of all that work you avoided for yourself. Otherwise, you have to follow them in their career everywhere they go and do their job. I don't think you want that. I don't think they want that either, to be honest with you. With that, I say take care. And we did have Bubbles. She's on the cover page of this because every time I come to do the show, she's here. So she gave me a little hug and captured that on the video picture. Anyway. She's here. She's right there. Sound asleep. It's quiet time for her. All right, everyone, you have a great day. Happy scrumming. Don't forget, don't do work for others. Just teach them, even if it takes a day like it took me an entire class to get them to get their homework in, 
do that because grades are coming. I don't want them to fail. And am I doing a right and the right job as a teacher by not teaching them? You know, they should know how to do this stuff. They're eighth grade. Some of them are eighth graders. And I got to walk them through that process. So they play so many video games, but they don't know how to use a computer. It's kind of scary, but they think they do, but they don't. Anyway, take care. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Bye.